listening to the Ice Prep Podcast. Here's your hosts, Brian and Pat. Pat looking like a Muppet in the background there, waving back yeah. and forth. <laughs> Doing my best Muppet. <laughs> I was cutting back and forth between the splash screen and and our cameras pat can't see what i what everything looks like which is kind of half the fun of this for me and yeah. i don't think i saw him going wah, wah. So it's like i ah, will yeah. keep it there it's entertaining yeah. um hi welcome to season two we decided to take a bit of a, a summer break because it was like we're busy and then we're yeah. busy and yeah so it was like you know what let's just take the summer off why not we can uh i think yeah. we both got up to like nothing 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 happened what do you mean nothing happened? I mean, Pat may or may not have seen the Stanley Cup in person. Yeah, I was like two <laughs> feet away from it. Like, I almost touched Kadri's arm. He was beside me. That's so cool. <laughs> Pat got so close that he was like, I'm going to Calgary. No, nothing could do that. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I think we both really kind of needed a bit of a break, both of like work because i think uh we both went on road trips um yeah i just got back from mine on uh (laughs) sunday um (laughs) uh we can we can get into that in a sec here if you want yeah no but um we we both just kind of needed a breather i know that we were kind of talking about maybe we can talk about other things but i think we both realized we were tired um we have jobs outside of this and we were both very very tired and just kind of needed to hit pause for a sec and just enjoy the summer. So and, uh, hopefully everybody listening also enjoyed the summer um, because it is a f- officially done now. Uh, yeah. So what a perfect time to come back in. I think literally as of like one minute ago, uh, we're like officially that, yeah. in fall. I think it was a 921. I can't remember. I might be pulling that out of my butt. But um, yeah, uh, it, not only for work, uh, doing some traveling, I kind of was unable because I was taking... Uh, three summer courses for university and there was some overlap so I was busy I would get home from work I would help put the kids to bed then I'd sit where I am now for a couple hours and then go to bed and rinse repeat and I'm doing that again now with back to western (laughs) full-time well not full-time it's like part-time but it's fun though (laughs) it's part-time full-time as much as I can handle with work and kids and a family yeah you know responsibilities I uh I went on a road trip as well. Uh, I know you went to Myrtle Beach, which we'll get into in a sec. I went uh, I went up to where the draft was. I decided I was going to drive to the draft, and then I turned out I was like four weeks late. Um, <laughs> no, I knew I knew it was done. Uh, but no, I uh, took a bit of a road trip, saw a bunch of stuff uh, inside Ontario, a little bit in Montreal. It was the first time I've been to Montreal since I was like 16. So, like, because I went there on a band trip, which is really, really <laughs> different when you're kind of told, like, we're going to go on a walking tour of the ghosts and instead of, like, let's go to a pub. So, Which yeah, you almost no, could have was, at that age. Yeah, actually, that's the reason why uh, my high school never went back to Montreal, because they realized once they got there, the 18-year-olds that were doing the victory lap could drink. And they did. A lot. So... <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, it was a lot of fun. And then I had a wedding that I went to that was incredible. It was one of the most beautiful weddings I've ever seen. And just, yeah, really kind of uh, tried to take it as easy as possible. It was a nice and uh, pretty relaxing summer, which is not often I say that. So, yeah, 
that's Brian, that's how was your trip that's good that you're able to do that my trip was good it was um very needed i have never been to myrtle beach in my life so that was a lot of fun uh doing that um i will say things that were not fun uh the drive there which we split into two so we left on i finished work at seven o'clock so we left here at we were on the 401 by 749 my wife had everything pm had everything packed ready to go good to go problem free we drove um i would like to point out ohio is like the Ontario of the States. It just goes on forever. It's honestly yeah. like five plus hours to get through that state, depending on what you're doing. So it's 2 a.m. We're in Columbus and we can't drive anymore. Found a hotel, stayed the night. Um, except my daughter woke up and wouldn't fall back to sleep at 2.30 in the morning. So I essentially stayed up. My wife got more sleep. We leave Columbus at 7.30 get to where we were at like 9 30 10 at night because it you just you have to stop we had rain the whole way through west virginia played uh well i sent you a picture of literally getting into west virginia only played the song once each way by the way oh, okay that you sent me the picture and my response was almost heaven <laughs> uh something fun if you ever go that way pat um if you take the turnpike on all of the tolls, they actually have like different song lyrics from that song everywhere, which is really oh, that's cool. Great. Yeah, I down like down Myrtle Beach for a week, just south of it. Um, went with uh, the in-laws. I I want to go back now. It was awesome. And then the dumb thing that we did, we left Saturday morning at 10 a.m. We arrived home Sunday at 6 a.m. We didn't stop. Well, obviously we had yeah. to take breaks, but it was. Uh, there was no hotels in Ohio or it was like 300 bucks. So we were like, you know what? Let's just drive through. And that five hours of Ohio on the other way, it's so much more boring. <laughs> the only thing was looking yeah. at looking at Google being like, okay, so we're two hours from the border. So that means we're four hours from home. It's closer. That was the only thing. But it it was so much fun. Um, I'll, I'll have to show you some pictures later cause well, I was sending you a few throughout, but it was, mm-hmm. it was a fun trip. It was a fun trip. I needed it. Good. Good. Yeah. No, you guys have been going all in. Like the fact that you've been doing school and work and you have the two kids, I mean, and they're young, like, cause, uh, the one is coming up to a year. She, did she just hit a year or she's almost a year? Uh, she is under a month from a year right now. Okay. And then I'm horrific with dates, names, and just general memory. So yeah, so I have a glad that I wasn't far off. (laughs) I have an 11 month old and a two and a half year old. Uh, For those who were like, oh wow, that's yeah, yeah. We we had two under two in the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, and you moved like a week before the first one. So yeah, that I don't even know. That's a story for another time. That's yeah. Like Pat's never seen the inside of my house. No, I did. I saw it a couple times. Remember? Oh, yeah. You stepped in for like half a second. No, we had like a dinner there. Oh, yeah. I forgot. That's the <laughs> pandemic. I forgot we had you guys over. That was just after she was born because your wife yeah. was doing baby cuddles. Yeah. And that okay. was really right. the first you time I have I'd seen been your over house. once. Jeez. Yeah. But that was pretty much the only time I saw your place. And 
you moved in April of 2020 and that was, that was yeah. March of 2020. Yeah. Oh, that was April. Oh yeah. Just before. So. Yeah. Like right, right, right. Uh, a week before we moved in, the lockdown hit and every single day we were calling our moving company being like, are you essential? They're like, we don't know. Yeah. So I know we had to move as well. Like we had to move a bunch of our stuff into storage and then move into the place that we're currently at right now. And yeah, it was not fun. It was awful. We had to hire a moving company twice. Um, and we're like, can you come and do this? And they're like, we well, don't know. We're going to, I guess we will. Hopefully we don't get in trouble. Like awful, not fun. But you know what is fun? Hockey. Oh, okay. I, th- I wasn't sure where you were going with that. Um, <laughs> by the way, for those who are watching right now, um, Pat hasn't done something that he promised to do. Yeah, because they haven't raised the banner yet. Oh, I guess so. So you've still got some time. Yeah. When okay. The day. So for those that are watching, for you know those playing at home, um, <laughs> I have a Colorado. I have a Colorado Avalanche. Uh, Coors Light banner. Thing. It's a Coors Light, Coors Light banner I got from a thrift shop because you know it's impossible to find Colorado stuff up here. Except and... you've uh, you've Macklemore'd the heck out of some Colorado stuff up here. Yeah. Your jacket. Course. Yeah, my jacket. I have like a three hundred to four hundred dollar, like really nice winter jacket I found for twenty five bucks at a Goodwill. Amazing. I can't like. I'm normally not the type of person to be like, look how much money I spent on this, but I'm like, this is incredible. <laughs> so, I found an old Canucks jersey there. I found this. I found. I have one for Brian, but I haven't seen him in like six years. So, you know, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Apparently, yes. Right? Anyway, hockey. Hockey. I guess I guess we can get to hockey because we're so what stuff is like 19 days away from uh, preseason, I believe, right now. No, 19 days away from the hockey season starting. Yeah, preseason's real soon. Uh, yeah, preseason is, um, I think, this weekend because I got a work email about if we wanted to do preseason games. And I was like, um, it's still set. Oh, OK, yeah, I guess I lost a week here. Yeah, it's wild. I can't believe that we're already back to hockey. I feel like this just happened in the Stanley Cup. Like, I feel like I just watched that happen. Um, I mean, granted, yes, I've watched the video about 422 times <laughs> since, but... It was kind um, of forever ago now when you think about it. Yeah, it feels like ages. And just the thought of... And, like, before we get into uh, pretty much what we have scheduled on our sheet of notes, the one thing that, like, I keep thinking about is it flew by for me and i feel so bad for the cup winners every year they have three months not even to really like really enjoy it man and recover that's that's a tough yeah like tampa's got it even worse because they had two years in a row of cup wins with the shortened off season this year Mm -hmm. they've got the loss so i mean any interview that i've heard from those players from either team they sound like it's going to be repeat in the final between them. So, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of the analysts are saying, you know, they're favoring Colorado to the, as the number one and the number two is still Tampa, which good for Tampa. Holy, I can't believe that. After they spent, what but, was it yeah. like $200 million over the course of five minutes in the summer, which I think we talked about at the end of season yeah. one, something like that. It was um, crazy. Do you want to, do you want to rip through these quick? Just kind of some of the big stuff that's happened for anybody who's sure. who's like, you know what? I took the summer off too. I have no idea. 
Well, so much crap has happened. Um, obviously, we've got the... Right? Um, <laughs> I forgot how to censor. At work, I'm allowed to swear. On here, I probably shouldn't. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we have the draft, bringing in all the rookies. Then we had signings, which we're not really going to talk about. Um, and then we have all the free agency. So, the draft and the free agency, for the most part, were the big two. And holy, so much happened. Um, I'm going through the ones that were like heavy hitters. And I made a list of them. I probably got most of them. I was pulling from ESPN and their stuff seemed kind of incomplete. Like they didn't even have anything about Johnny Goudreau. Um, right. Come on. That Right. It was one of the bigger ones. But that anyway. was like number one or number two, depending on who you ask. Exactly. So Calgary. I'm starting there because it's important because holy crap, did they do a lot? Uh, they shipped out uh, Sean Monahan, which was just a dead contract. Pretty much, he was doing nothing for the team. They shipped out Goudreau to Columbus, uh, and they no, they out, didn't uh, ship him out. He left. He signed in Columbus. Okay, so that's the, the wrong word. The the people they lost: Monahan, Goudreau, and Kachuk. Kachuk is now in Florida. They got Huberto, Kadri, Mackenzie Weger, Rooney, which doesn't seem like a lot, but he is a good depth player and sign Milano, which was this long time sitting waiting for a P like a somebody to sign him. He's on there for a PTO, which is wild. I can't believe that he didn't go anywhere else. It's who there's gotta be something or who knows what. And for those that missed it, yes, Kachuk uh, traded to Florida. That's how they ended up with Huberto and Uyghur, which is absolutely ridiculous that um, we've talked about this. I've talked about it with my neighbor um, who works with, Kadri's sister. Um, I think I mentioned that before. Uh, yep. Um, Calgary is a better team. They just aged up by a couple years. Like their window is shorter yep. now, but honestly, they're the best team on defense in the league. And mm -hmm. they sh they traded a hundred point player for a hundred point player, and got Kadri. So I mean, they, Calgary they be scary. They didn't lose the grit with bringing in Kadri. Like everyone was just like, oh no, they lost the grit with Kachuk. No, Kadri's now there. He can lay the hits. He can be the pest just like Kachuk was. Draw the penalties as long as he sticks to what he did last season. And, but and with Cassian go... no longer the Battle of Alberta, even better for them. Exactly. Okay, so next. we can keep talking about that a lot, but there is there are 32 teams, and I think I have about 20 of them on this list. So then we've got New Jersey. New Jersey, they lost Subban because he retired, unfortunately, pretty early. You know, good career for him. Congratulations. But he's got a hell of a career coming up oh, outside of hockey, you'll but see still him. part of hockey. You'll see him everywhere. Yeah, he's he's yeah, he's done a good job of giving himself a for life job. Oh, yeah. Um, so Subban and Zaka, those guys are out, um, as uh, well as Brat. Uh, well, he's, he, or right he's now. unsigned. So yeah. the signing should happen. Um, it will come here hopefully before. You'd, you'd like him at all the training camp, but you just never know. Um, exactly. And then the big ads, the signing Andre Palat, uh, two-time Stanley Cup champion, getting Vitchek Vanacek, um, the goalie that kept getting waived. Um, and then Washington got him back. They were, so Seattle took him in the draft and then Washington got him back. And then, yeah, now he's, now he's a devil. And as not, and for the Zaka trade, Eric Holla coming back Boston. So that one I liked. 
Yeah, and honestly, and we're just going to stop on the New Jersey for a second, then we'll, hopefully we get through the rest pretty quick. Yeah, we'll just... Um, with uh, Vanacek, I actually really like that scoop. That's smart. I think that uh, a Blackwood Vanacek 1-2 is actually a really good combo. I think that's a really good pairing, personally, so that's good. We'll see what happens. Um, exactly. Uh, Montreal. Montreal was busy, so first off, they uh, selected... Boy, Slavkovsky. I don't know. I've been talking about him on here for a little bit. Uh, I'm really excited about that pick. I think that he's going to be a really interesting player there. Um, but they uh, pretty much they got rid of or lost uh, Shea Weber. He's his contract at least is now in Las Vegas. Uh, they traded uh, Romanov to New York Islanders, um, as well as Paling and Petri. Uh, Petri. Those guys are gone um they picked up dadanov with the weber trade which is a good scoop um kirby doc uh sean monahan and mike matheson really good like they picked up a decent amount of good players you're missing something big on this list for montreal pat no right. carry price oh yeah but that no if, carry price wasn't there last year either so yeah and they don't they don't get to the playoffs without carry price so um yeah, well they're not going to get to the playoffs no um of all the of all the canadian teams montreal did a lot ottawa is the team that look out everybody i know there's so many leaf fans that are like it's ottawa they're they are scary so they get rid of colin white uh gustafson and matt murray uh we can talk about where he goes i'm sure you have it on the list um gustafson the the goalie just so you so everyone who's listening knows he went to minnesota they get to from chicago which was like are you kidding me huge they win the claude Giroux sweepstakes he signs for what was it two or three years which is going years, to be cr- think, yeah. their second line is one of the best second lines in the league uh tyler mott brassard decole and cam talbot is their new goalie which is just the the upgrade With that Forsberg. ottawa did in net is ridiculous like i would take cam talbot over matt murray any day of the week um the way that they it's really streaky he's like streaky, real but streaky we just don't know what type of matt murray is going to show up and then of sure. course uh ottawa also signed uh stutzla to the big long deal and there's still some stuff with training camp that we're waiting to hear because that's all involving well, apparently hockey canada so we're gonna have to wait and see yeah and uh brandstrom he's a defender that i'm really excited about in the league um I don't think enough people are talking about him. He's a fantastic defenseman. He's short, but he's quick. He's powerful. He goes into the corners. He kind of reminds me of uh, kind of like a Kmart Kale McCarr. <laughs> um, so Anaheim, they lost Sonny Milano. Like that kid. Troy Terry, screw him. And uh, Getzlaf, uh, which was last year anyway because he retired. Um, but I didn't actually have this on here. And then I remembered. I was like, oh, yeah, they picked up one of the Stroms. Uh, they picked up Klingberg, which I completely forgot about. Well, that's because Klingberg's trail. Klingberg's agent screwed over Klingberg, so that's why that yeah. one happened. Um, Carolina still, he's on the team. Carolina <laughs> had one heck of an off season. They get Brent Burns, they get Max Pacioretty for free, and they also pick up Paul Statsny, which Pat I guess misspelled on the notes there. Um, yeah, and Statsny will be well, like all of those additions for. Carolina are great. What? Well, Patches is out. Oh, yeah, he's he's injured. So, I mean, for he's them. LTIR. So, Vegas gave away free cap space. They um, cap space. <laughs> I think because of Weber and, um, uh, oh, and why Leonard. can't I? And Leonard. 
because you can only have a certain amount of LTIR. I think that they would have actually right. been near the point, especially with Stone being unsure. Um, so Stanley Cup champions, get rid of Darcy Kemper, get rid of Burkowski, get rid of Abe Kubel, uh, Jack Johnson, and I really like your new goalie, one of your new yeah. forwards, and the other one is we'll see if he gets the PTO actually signed. Yeah, so, I mean, they picked up other people, too, but these are the three ones. Uh, Georgiev, um, I've always been kind of a fan of Georgiev since I saw him playing. Uh, he's a unique player, but when you think about the 1A, 1B of Frantos and Georgiev, that is a solid 1A, 1B, although I do have a question for you, Brian, later when we get there. Okay. Um, Evan Rodriguez, again, that's another sweet stakes. A lot of people were kind of poking around trying to see, hey, can we get him? Can we get him? Can we get him? And he decided to go with the reigning Stanley Cup champions. So that is really cool to see. And then actually Alex Galchenyuk, you know, maybe this is the team that can make him a reclamation project. I want to see him succeed. He's been 11. Um, I want to see him succeed, honestly. Like I really do. I feel he's one of those players. Yeah. Um, He's got the talent, but it's just it's in his head. So hopefully everything works out well there. I'm pretty happy with what Colorado did. Um, I think that... uh, we won't see too much regression minus Landis Gog being out for a while. Same with Nichushkin because they're both still injured. So uh, next off to Dallas, obviously they don't have Klingberg anymore. They still haven't locked in Jason Robertson um, though. They did add Mason Marchment and former New Jersey devil uh, will butcher, who is one of those players that will he, won't he be good? We just don't know. Mason Marchment is that was a sneaky good scoop. He went for so cheap. I can't believe he just decided to go there personally. That's a wild one. He came from Florida and they could have. Oh, uh, uh. anyway. Uh, next up, Detroit. Detroit also did really well. Um, Vili Husso, the goalie from St. Louis, which was their starter because Bennington's not good. Screw him. Um, Andrew Kopp, Olimata, Andrew Lyon for a backup. Hag and Pissick. So they added a lot of age, a lot of strength, a lot of talent with Kopp. Only Mata is decent, but like they did some really smart moves. Isn't that so where Petrie went? Maybe I can't remember where Petrie ran. I don't know. I was doing this so quick, and <laughs> I should have been working. Um, then Fair from enough. there, we'll we'll go to Edmonton. Um, the, the Edmonton Maple Leafs. Yeah. So the big one that they got rid of was Cassian. Who cares? He was. He's with. Um, he's with um, the, the Oats. For anybody who cares. Yeah, where where players go to end their careers because nobody wants them anymore. Um, it's not the Island of Misfit Toys. It's it's the drawer that your parents had where they would throw all the broken stuff. <laughs> and they'd say, yeah, no, it's the fix-it drawer. I'll fix it tomorrow. I'll get the glue and I'll fix it. And then like six years later, it's like full of G.I. Joes with one arm. I have like anyway, two of those drawers. Right? Exactly. That's Arizona in a nutshell. Um but so they signed Jack Campbell from Toronto, uh, Matthias Yanmark, and a sexual predator. So that's pretty cool for them that they have a an abuser and a sexual predator on one team. That's really neat. Anyways, and that's all we'll say about them. Uh, Florida, Screw they all... Jake for Tannen. Yes, that's it. Florida, they obviously <laughs> lost Huberto, they lost Uyghur, they lost Marchment. Two of those with the trade to um, Calgary. They get Colin White, Nick Cousins, Delzato, Tierney, and obviously the big one. Matt Kachuk, though still yeah. with Florida, it's. I honestly feel like they're praying Bavrovsky goes on LTIR because yeah. they're they're whew, they are tight up on the cap there. They're, they mm-hmm. should still make the playoffs, but honestly, the Atlantic is crazy. Who who it's knows? Too good. 
Um, Minnesota forced to make a bunch of moves because obviously cap hell starts this year. Uh, they lose Fiala. Yep. I wanted him. Goes to L.A. Um, Cam Talbot Kevin leaves. Fiala. Kevin Fiala for yes. those. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> um, Dmitry Kulikov, right? Yep. And then they get Sam Steele and some, yep, players. Yeah, like a bunch of third liners. I don't know. I just wanted to put it on there because it makes me happy that Minnesota had to, like, fire sale their team. Um, um, looking at Nashville, is there the the – Cody Glass, maybe, because he's... Wasn't that the first player that played for Vegas or something like that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so Nashville didn't really do a lot. Um, they, they got a they, lot of depth players. Oh, they, and Niederreiter. Yeah, they got names. Um, Islanders got Romanov, and then Lou forced him to shave his um, get, little beard and get a haircut. And literally nothing else. And then they signed their already, like, 95-year-old defensemen be like would you like to play five more years like <laughs> um rangers lost cop they lost nemeth they got halak and trocek uh the trocek one was i i still can't believe he got paid that much to me that's ridiculous yeah. um and then leafs obviously losing campbell uh mikhaev spezza retiring uh rasmus sandin still not signed um, as well, Leafs running into issues that they've got uh, some injuries that could plague them. Um, Muzzin, Muzzin, Engvall, and Lilligren are all yeah. injured right now, and I believe Lilligren is going to start the season on LTIR. Uh, mm-hmm. But obviously, they do get Ilya Samsonov, and he, in talking media day, was basically like, I had offers elsewhere for more money for more years, but I wanted to go to Toronto. So Because that's- of one player i don't know who that is he said because of yarn crook ah so that was him to go to toronto and so cali yarn crook was with seattle in the expansion draft that was uh marsha marshall lynch calling him your boy boy cali because he couldn't pronounce his last name which i don't blame him (laughs) for calgary picked him up leafs get him now uh abe kubel he's gone from a team that can dent a cup to one that will never see it you know, it's it, that's his penance. He's going to Toronto because he dented the cup, so he will never <laughs> win the cup again. He gets to be taunted because at restful time, like less than a kilometer yeah. from where the arena is. Uh, Victor yep. Mete goes to the Leafs. Jordy Ben, Matt Murray. So there was the swap there from Ottawa and Zach Austin Reese on a PTO. Before we get into the last one, my question that I was holding on to, which goalie tandem would you prefer? Pavel Francouz and Georgiev or Matt Murray and Ilya Samsonov? Right now, I'm saying the Avs one. I have the feeling by the time we get to game 40-50 and those reps start to come in, that answer could be completely swapped. Because I, I was talking to my father-in-law, I was talking to a co-worker. All Murray has to do, or all Samsonov has to do, is put up a 905 or 910 and mm-hmm. they're going to look ridiculous. Most other teams, a goalie has to do like 915, 920 to do that. Yeah. And Colorado can outscore can... their problems, but they're going to have more issues trying to get that second line center going. Well, I mean, they have a lot of options. Like they have options, of options, but it's, it's like a downgrade, a but it happens. Yeah. Um, for me, I would actually choose those uh, Matt Murray and Samsonov too as well because both of them have done starter roles. 
One's got they a cup play, as a starter. They they can play the extended periods of time. Uh, Francois has always has been a career backup. Georgiev, for the most part, has been a career backup. So they can split time and they can do, you know, 40 games each. But that's probably 10 to 15 games more than they're used to. So it's going to be interesting. That it is that is one of the three goalie tandems that I am most interested in. And mm-hmm. funny enough, your team and my team are the other two. Um, Vancouver, uh, the only one on there that's interesting looking at your notes is Mikheyev. That's where he goes. They also mm-hmm. re-signed JT Miller to an eight-year deal, which I'm sure when you saw that, you were like, why? But Nah, I didn't really care. I yeah. think he's overhyped. I think he had a one good season, and he's going to regress pretty hard. Oh, at the end of that contract's going to look bad, but that's most... It's the same thing with Kadri's contract. It'll look good for the first four or five years. Then you're like, and you just hope that there's a cup in that time. So that's kind yeah. of the big stuff that's happened. Um, mm-hmm. There's obviously more, but I, who cares? <laughs> yeah. And like, again, we probably missed a bunch of even big names moving, but there was so much stuff that happened. Uh, Char um, retired, retired, yeah. signed a one day contract with the Bruins. Uh, Duncan yeah. Keith retired as well. So, uh, and apparently the NHL is going to make it so that Chicago doesn't get royally screwed from that because, hey, it's the NHL. They make up and their they love Chicago. Yes. Um, you've got a fancy thing here that I can see that yes. if I would have set up, I could have made people see, but I'm not going to mess with that. Um, off season or just questions. So let's. Yeah. I'm going to not look at this because it's more fun when I can't like pre yep. look at things here. No, no worries. Uh, so more or less, I whipped up a whole bunch of questions, probably questions that you've heard asked online a whole bunch. Every, everybody's asking them. Um, but before we go in, Brian, what would your goal song be? Oh, um, <laughs> look at that wrench. I just threw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't expecting this one at all. Um, a goal song. If I had one. Give me a minute and I'll get back to you. Do you have one, Pat, since you've had time to think on this? Shots by Lil John. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, I guess that's not Lil John, but like he's the one that screams it. Um No, I haven't really like fully, fully thought about it. Um it would probably be something really stupid though, because I think that's far more fun than like a serious song. Like when I hear in baseball, somebody has like a serious walk-up song. I'm like, get over yourself. Like, for me, I'd probably what's do his like, face ma- is walking out to let it go right now, which is just hilarious. Exactly. You, you know, know, have fun with it. Do you know I what I want mine to I be? I feel like a woman because the entire audience would erupt every single time. That's why I have one of two songs: either "Sweet Caroline" or "Country uh, Roads Take Me Home." Either one. Just every single time you score, you know it's you're gonna get that serenade. Oh, actually, sorry. No, I did think about this. And it was, oops, I did it again. Because (laughs) I can't believe I scored. (laughs) Not only is it just a middle finger to the team. uh, (laughs) Could you imagine if that was like Matthew's one? How many times that? Oh, Leafs, please. That's how it starts. Come on. No, you know, if it was if if Toronto did that, both Matthews and Marner would be a Bieber song. Yeah. Boo. Anyway, um, that was not on the list. That's just kind oh. of a fun one. I think that's kind of fun. Like, w- think about what you like for everybody that's listening. Just 
think about what your goal song would be if you had to choose one like would you go the serious route Ooh, hit my mic would you go the serious route would you go with like your favorite song at the time or would you go for something silly and stupid like me so yeah um all right so the questions i'm going to be asking there's kind of twofold so you've got kind of off-season focus and going into the season a bit and then way too early projections so let's start with the off-season ish ones so first question brian to you who which team were the winners of the off-season calgary flames they were the biggest loser and then they were the biggest winner without question there was like it was a two-week span where we were like well I guess Calgary's going for Bedard, and then it was like, well, I guess Calgary is battling Edmonton for the Pacific. Yep. It, there okay. was, there was like it. It was a straight up like roller coaster. Um, for me, it was close, but I'm actually going to go with Ottawa. Um, yeah, I think that Ottawa did a really good job of not only finding talent but also finding young talent. That's the one reason I gave them the edge. Uh, you got Debrinkat, you've got, I mean, Drew's not young, but you've got a whole bunch of other people that they brought in that were decently young outside of Talbot that are going to be there for a while and help them get better throughout the seasons. So I think plus, that they, they did a good job too. So Plus bonus points, they're bringing back their SENS Community Cares Foundation and yeah. doing more things like that. So that's good news. All it took was their general manager dying um <laughs> no that was the owner the general manager's still there oh right yes i'm so sorry i misspoke brian who were the losers which team were the losers or which team or person were the losers uh of the offseason? john klingberg Ooh, I he like he lost what was it something like 30 odd million dollars because his agent was greedy like literally that's what's come out it's why he fired his agent dallas offered him a solid long contract he's in anaheim and he's never gonna get a sniff at what that money was again okay for me vegas um vegas as a whole um they have a lot of work they have to do to pretty much reclaim their fans the, the casual fans, they pushed them away by the way that they lost and the way they, tr- and then the, because they forced Leonard to play those oh. games when he shouldn't have played. And now he, he went on to- the record saying, I don't want to play. And they're like, you're going to play. And then he got injured more. Yeah. So now he has to have like super surgery instead <laughs> of just surgery. He's out for pretty much the whole season versus the start of the season. So they screwed themselves over there. Then getting rid of Pacioretty for nothing, um, getting rid of, uh, Dadnov to get Shea Weber for LTIR, but if they just kept Pacioretty, that wouldn't have been an issue, and they could have just, like just stupid, 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 stupid. So hilarious to me. They are the biggest losers. Yep. I Next see up, that. what team do you see being the biggest improvement over last year? Uh, and think like in standings, not the overall players, but just who do you think is going to be the most improved based off of? this year to next year senators has to be i mean i know it's so tough in the east for any team to climb um but just looking where they were in the standings they're only going up the only other team Mm -hmm. that i could put close because they were beside them would be detroit but i think ottawa is a year or two ahead but at the same time detroit has two 
literal superstars that had rookie seasons, including the rookie of the year. So, well, but, and they signed they start they uh, signed Marco Casper too, and he's supposed to be a hell of a player. So, and he's a young one. He that was a recent draft. So, yeah, I, you probably won't see him for a few years because that's the way Eiserman doesn't like to rush the players in. But you never like it's it's a very close toss up between those two, and I think it literally comes down to of those. Um, which team has a goalie that can actually be consistent. Neither team had one last year. So that's what, so you're saying I'd put Ottawa over Detroit still. Okay. So you're going to go with Ottawa. Um, I'm going to say Anaheim They're Oh, see that I hard disagree. No, but see, I think they're going to do better standings wise because they've made decent improvements, nothing huge, but the people that they're going to be going up against. Yeah, that's true. Aren't that great to begin with. So of course they're going to do better than them. They should. Um, I could see them actually being like semi close to what the LA Kings did this year. Like they weren't far off last year. And then they were yeah. like, well, okay, let's An- get rid of it. So, Anaheim's a year uh, or two away from being scary. Yeah. And that they're going to be too. fantastic. Their yeah. depth. Oh my goodness. Their depth. I was looking at their, their rookies. They've got so many names on there that I'm like, Oh, okay. I know those names because after one year of playing NHL 22, when it turns <laughs> into 23, all of a sudden here's these rookies that are demolishing me. I'm like, who are these kids? Half of them are from Anaheim. So yep. At least 20% of the kids that are ruining me in those games are probably going to turn into decent players so that's the way i'm looking at it with them all right vice versa on that one which team will see the biggest decline the biggest decline ah i'm trying to think of playoff teams uh rangers oh there's i i don't see another dominic hassock level of save percent in a season I think the Metro's stronger this year in general, even though obviously the superstars have aged up. Uh, mm. The Rangers are not going to be where they were if if they if they even make the playoffs this year. Honestly, that is one of my takes. <laughs> I don't. They're they're a wild card team to me, so that could be a big drop. Okay. For me, it's a toss up between Florida. And Minnesota. I knew one was going to be Minnesota. Um, And that's not just because I hate them. That's... (laughs) They lost a lot of key pieces. They had to shuffle out people that were really important to the foundation of the team. And now they had to bring in whoever they could afford. Um, So it might work. It may not. I feel like right now they are the definition of a wild card. Um Whereas Florida, as much as they brought in Kachuk and they they brought in other players, I don't think it's enough. Um, and I think we're going to see them regress pretty hard since they were number one. Yeah, in the league. So I think that out like that's going to be the most noticeable drop. Oh yeah, of all of the teams. So that's Florida's okay. very good. I think probably the the safe answer. Yeah. So based on moves and just overall, what player is going to have a their breakout year? Jack Hughes. <laughs> of course it's Jack Hughes. Like who else who else do you want me to say? 
Uh. He was set to be a 100-point player, gets injured twice. Like, he started the season as the best defensive forward in the league and Mm. then injured, and you could tell that he was playing scared after that. He's stronger. He's bigger again this year. And, like, I mean, he lost one of his best friends that was his roommate on the team, but, man, it happens. He's got his he's got his new buddy in Dawson Mercer, so and his 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 brother's gonna be on the team next year anyway. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking Zegers for some reason. I don't know. My brain's broken. No, he did live with the Hughes over the summer though. That's true. Yeah, they were actually good friends, which makes complete sense. Well, they played together on uh, the United States development program, so and they just they just seem like they would be best friends. Um, For me, this is a tough one. I think, and I feel like I'm going to get shot for this. I think it's going to be Tage Thompson it, for Buffalo. He just signed a ridiculous contract that is, it's either going to age horrifically. It could or, be one of those like, um, oh, like uh, it could be like the Jake Skinner effect, like plays yeah. the first year with that contract and it just yeah. looks bad. Sorry, Jeff Skinner. And then it start like that contract is starting to look not as bad now. So, mm-hmm. It's I have that's a good one. It just might be a year early on that prediction. But Buffalo's another team we haven't talked about. They took big steps. They they took big steps with small moves. And yep. that's why they didn't end up on the list. Because there wasn't anything that was like, holy crap, look what you've done. Because I looked at it and I was like, yeah, they, had, they did stuff. The only issue is they don't have a goaltender. So yeah. I don't think that that's, that's going to be the biggest issue. They don't have any, anybody in net except for Anderson, which the guy is like at Craig least Craig Anderson, not... Yeah, not Freddie Anderson. Um, and yeah, the only exactly. th- the one thing to keep in mind with Buffalo though is post uh, trade deadline, they were a team that makes the playoffs. Yep, with no goaltending. So look out for Buffalo. Yeah, and that's why I think Tage Thompson isn't a terrible one. It's like I feel like he's gonna have sort of like the uh, the Olafson uh, effect that he had when he was on the power play. Tage Thompson big he's slow as hell um but he's a big guy huge slap shot 104 miles an hour um he's just he's got power and i think that that's what's been lacking a bit in buffalo is that power and that energy paired with tuck i think that's going to be a good combo so i'm excited to see what buffalo can do this year all right what player is going to flop then which one is they're going to get on the ice and it's just they're not going to meet expectations and then some. Um, <sighs> Johnny Gaudreau. Oh, I, I had oh, I had to censor myself. I okay. heard that. I was like, fudge. Uh, <laughs> why Gaudreau? Why do you think? Um, he was a part of the best line in hockey. He will not have that caliber of player. And I think everybody was sleeping on how much Kachuk and Gaudreau just needed Lindholm to make them look that good. And I Why think without Lindholm without having Lindholm, I think that Gaudreau, he's still going to put up, I'm going to say he'll still put up 60, 70 points, but that's a big regression from what he was signed for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who'd you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say, like, Byram. Oh, no, at first my brain was thinking Zegris, just because I don't think Anaheim will be any better, but he did all that when Anaheim wasn't good in general, so. 
Yeah, like he's he's just a very talented player. It's just he's passing. It's, it was kind of like an issue with succeed. Yeah, it was kind of like Bedard though. I watched a highlight reel of his stuff, and he was like passing the unbelievable plays, and then nobody could finish. Yeah. So it's just like cool. Here I am doing everything, and nobody can help me. Um, so yeah, Goudreau. I think that's a good choice. Um, I don't want to choose the same player. That's a hundred percent where my mind was going. Actually, I. Who's gonna flop? Oh, I don't want to say it. Ugh. I can give you a different one if you want. No. I think Kadri. I think it's gonna be Kadri. I don't. I think last year was a fluke. It was. Um, it was a fluke. Yes, but. I I don't think he's going to live up to the expectations of the contract that was given to him. And I think that he's going to be considered a flop simply because of that. I don't think he's going to do poorly again with Goudreau. Um, Goudreau signed for a lot. Kadri signed for a lot. I think that this year Calgary is not going to do well. Oh, I disagree. And then next year they're going to do so friggin' good. Because they need to, they made so many major changes and major culture changes too to the team. They lost major key pieces that were like the lifeblood of the team, and they brought in new people to be the lifeblood of the team. And they need to build that. So I feel like they're going to start really slow, and maybe by the end of the season they're going to be like really scary good. And next season they're going to be unstoppable. But I think that this year there were so many changes that it's going to be a bit of locker room mismatch. And I don't, and Kadri doesn't do well if there's a locker room mismatch. If he doesn't have a good winger, he's. Do you know what? Do you want to know why I disagree? Daryl Sutter. This mm, is I don't what, think he's that good. This is what he does best, though, is bring teams together like this. Like he, he's done it with the misfits. And he has one of his best teams, minus when he won it with L.A. Uh, playing for him right now. I Will mm. Kadri regress? Absolutely. Because um, he's not going to be able to get as many assists, or they'll be all secondary, because Huberdo is an assist machine. And yeah. it don't, and don't expect Calgary's Kadri's offense to slow scorer. down. He Maybe that becomes, maybe that's part of his offseason, is getting a bit more of going but he's in front be of the, the net. He's not going to be the one C. You never know what can happen. I know. See, and that's why I don't think that he's going to live up to the expectations that have been set because like, oh, he won't. No. And that's why I think he's going to be the biggest flop in the eyes of everybody watching him. But I think Johnny Goudreau is going to be the one that's going to be the biggest disappointment for most teams. Do I think Kadri still puts up 70 points? Easy. No, I think he's going to hit maybe I'm going to call 58 for him. Because he's gonna get hurt again. Mark that down. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna put 58. <laughs> All right. Uh, what was the worst signing of the off off season? The worst. Oh, um, you may have to go first on this one because I've got to. I'm not. Here's the thing. I'm not looking at anything for any of this. So I've got to. I've got to think. So if you want to go first on this one to give me a chance to think, that would be awesome. Okay. So I'm going to go to Columbus. And Columbus made a couple signings. A couple of them were suspect. Oh, I think I know who you're going to. No. Was it the defenseman? Yes, it was. I'm going to say Johnny Goudreau. 
<laughs> I think Johnny Goudreau is the most overrated hockey player in the NHL. He is a good hockey player. He is not a near $10 million a year hockey player. And apparently he the Devils cr- offered him 11 Exactly. He is going to be making $9.75 million for the next eight years, was it, I think? I'd that take that is... over Seth Jones, though. I wouldn't. <laughs> um, I honestly think, like, and I hope he proves me wrong, because I actually have a soft spot for Columbus for some reason, even though Ohio is just hell. Okay, um, it takes for it. Honestly, <laughs> like... I I knew it was a big state. It's it's five hours of straight boring, even when you're on the outskirts of Columbus, which the one nice thing about Ohio, while we're talking about it, they had probably the nicest roads out of any of the states that we drove through. It went Michigan was terrible. The worst drivers. It felt like we were in London, Ohio. You're like, okay, you can see the tax dollars at work because like it's 2 a.m. Construction crews are out there getting the roads nice. Yeah. So I know. there's you got that going for you, Ohio. Plus, you still but have I Tim will. Hortons. True. But I will say Johnny Goudreau um, is a gross, 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 both quantity and like flavor, I suppose. Both meanings of the word gross. Overpayment. He is worth maybe $6.5 million. I would absolutely choose William Nylander over Johnny Goudreau every single day of the year if somebody held up both of them. Without hesitation, he's just he's not that good without other people, and he doesn't have anybody there. The only other person he has is Line, and Line shoots from the point, and that's it. He needs somebody to do all the work so he can shoot from the point, and that's it. So Johnny Goudreau is a mediocre hockey player that has been benefiting from other hockey players his entire career. Prove me wrong, but that is how I feel about him. Um. The second you said Columbus, I knew exactly who I wanted. Um, that's why I teased. Yes. Because I knew that that's who you would go to. <laughs> Eric Goodbranson. Oh, boy. What an overpayment for him. I can't remember. Sorry if you could hear my keyboard. It's very loud. I'm trying to look up the contract. Four years, four years, four Five. million dollars for what Goodbranson got. He is not worth that. Yes, he was once upon a time a third overall pick, but like, um, he's 30. He hasn't done well. He's been mediocre at best. Awful. That would have, that was my first thought. And then I just thought about Johnny Goudreau. He's, he's not there for points, but he's not, I don't see him as that good of a defender. I mean, I could be completely wrong, but the fact that he, got a over $2 million salary increase from what the Flames signed him for. Uh, that, to me, that was a big L for Columbus. Absolutely. All right. Let's hammer through these next ones because okay. we're getting close to our hour mark. Yes, we are. Which we did not want to do. So now we're into the way too earlys. These are way too early projections. Brian, who will win the President's Trophy? Who will win? Who will end the season with the most points? Um, the Leafs, because why not? Oh, okay. So you're gonna give them that curse this year. Gotcha. Yes. Um, I am going to say the Avalanche because they aren't going to back to back. 
No, no, no. They aren't as good as they were last year. Um, then the Leafs are better. So, no. Uh, way too early projection. Who will win the Rocket Richard most goals? Matthews. Yeah, it's going to be Matthews. Unless he's injured. That's the only way he doesn't win it. Yeah. I'm I'm fully in agreement with you. Uh, Matthews, that's what he does. Um, I should put Goudreau. Uh <laughs> I'll skip that one for now. Um, will any of this past year's draft class win the Calder? No. So the rookie of the year. You don't think anybody from the 2022 draft will nope. win the Calder? I think there's two, maybe three players that will actually play. Shane Wright, uh, Slavkovsky, and I. there might be somebody. Uh, Cooley, I think, might be one of the other ones. There's maybe They're going up. They're going up against players that are just better, older. So the only one to me who stands a slight chance might be Shane Wright, but no. Mason McTavish? That's not, not that from year. this year, but yeah. he's going to win it as uh, long as he can save like he did in the <laughs> Team Canada game, which was a mind-blowing move that he did. Uh, all right. Oh, I put that in. The wrong one. Uh, so second last question. Who will win the Bedard lottery? Who is going, which team is going to more or less get first overall draft pick? Um, try, uh, I think it's going to be somebody at West. I'm going to go with. The Winnipeg Jets. Ooh. I like that narrative. There's obviously the whole locker room thing. Wheeler gets stripped of his captaincy. Uh, if they want to get rid of him, they've... Well, here's the thing. If they get rid of him, they have to protect their first because it'll cost a first to get rid of an $8 million two-year deal left. They've got, first. they've got Hellebuck, but... Part of me thinks that Winnipeg is in big trouble. I am going to go not too far from here in comparison. Maybe by comparison. I don't know. I'm just now rambling. Philly. Oh, poor um, Philly. Don't God, don't go John, to Philly. Oh, no. no. Stay out of the Metro. There's enough first overall picks. I'm just saying you've got Sean Couturier who might be out forever unfortunately he's such a good hockey player but he's got a really messed up back so he's pretty much done for the season uh ryan ellis he's done so like and probably for his career as well so he's gone they had zero off-season moves that were good they they brought in terrible people but and tortorella yeah, and torts to go 1v1 every single day against Gritty, which I would honestly, that's what I would pay money to go see. Like this year, if I was going to pay money to fly to any two games, any two games, it would absolutely be Philly because I want to see Gritty beat up John Tornarado, John Tortorella, <laughs> or vice versa, or go to Mullet Arena in Arizona and watch a game in a college stadium. Those are the two for sure I go to because one, the tickets will be cheap in Philly. Uh, they will not no be cheap in Arizona. Those no, Arizona no, no, those tickets are... are expensive. 
Well, when there's eight seats, yeah, of course it's going to be expensive. They have to make some ridiculous amount of money. So, all right, last question. Who is going to win the Stanley Cup? The favorite right now, number one is Avalanche, number two is Tampa. I just saw Vegas odds get uh, posted today. The Oilers. Ew. I don't want to say it, but they've got better goaltending. Um, I hope two of their forwards get put on LTIR for the year. Mm -hmm. But I think that Edmonton scares the bejeebus out of me in the playoffs. For some reason, I was. I think it's going to be a Canadian team this year. I don't know why, and I was right going. Be, I reason? was going between Calgary and Edmonton, and something in me says Calgary can't do it this year. Back Ryan, to back. This is the year. I am putting my money on the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> I think this is the year. It has there to is, be because their contracts are going to be up. <laughs> exactly. There's so much on the line for the players as well as the GM. Everybody's financial well-being depends on the success of this team this year. And not just so first I, round. Exactly. I am saying the Leafs are going to beat Tampa or no, not Boston. They're not going to make it. They might make it to the playoffs, but... Actually, they, they probably going. will because they're going to have Bergeron and Krejci coming back. True. But they're going to get through the first round, and then from there they're going to be like, well, this is a cakewalk. We're good. Oh, this this is all we had to do? Okay. Yeah. They uh, – we discussed this briefly. Um, Toronto, anybody in that division has the hardest path to the cup. Every single year. Yep. Which is why every single year for the past little while, or like not every single year, but like a good chunk of the year has come from that division. If not there, it's been the Metro. Like, thanks, Pittsburgh. Exactly. West Coast does not win a lot. So when you get a team like Colorado coming in and doing it, it's just like, wow, they were a very good team. Because they have an easier path. They do. My dog is barking. But plain and simple, I think that this year, the Toronto Maple Leafs will finally break both curses, and Matt Murray is going to be the key to it once again. They've, if their goalies work, I mean, it's not the craziest thing. Who did I put as presidents? I put the Leafs, didn't I? Yeah, I said the Leafs. So They're going to win it all. Every single trophy will have a Toronto Maple Leaf on it. And I'm not, I don't want them to. No. I want Ottawa to win this year because I want to like make bold moves like they've done and, and have it pay happens. off. Yep. Exactly. I want that to be the case for Ottawa. So I want them to win, but I think the Leafs are going to win. As long as their goalies can put up nine tens and their defense doesn't get super injured i can i can honestly see it um fun to be back doing this once again pat season two yeah 
Season two. Dose. I don't know any other name. Duh. You know, yeah, French, like the second official language in Canada. Oh, yeah. Well, I literally did Spanish and Japanese, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for anybody who's uh, watching this on YouTube, we did a test run on this one. So if you are a fan, uh, we are actually live stream this one on Twitch um, as well. So for anybody listening, if you want to see this all go on in real time, there's no cuts or edits. It's just Pat and I and me controlling a ridiculous amount of things on my computer. And I just sit here and, and make look stupid, pretty. terrible takes. With his, <laughs> with his beer belly Stein shirt. Yeah, you know, I found it this summer quite a bit. So hopefully that shirt is no longer true by this time next year, which probably not. It'll probably be worse. <laughs> it's going to be a beer keg. <laughs> or if the abs don't win, Pat's like, I'm getting into shape. Nah, that won't make me do it. <laughs> Fair enough. As Pat drinks a, a beer and I drink a hot chocolate during the podcast. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Season two, hopefully back to doing them weekly. Unless something comes up, it could happen. But uh, fun to be back. And look at that, Pat, just over an hour long. Once again, we said let's do it in 45 minutes, and it takes us 16 minutes longer. Yeah, that's okay. Well, we will talk to everybody uh, again next week. Thanks for tuning in. Of course, you can find us ice prep podcast every social media that pretty much exists out there anything final to add pat uh no just uh enjoy fall i'm so excited for fall it's it's like gonna be minus one here tonight which is amazing i cannot wait to put pants on i am so excited uh the other thing i want to do a quick shout out it looks like fingers crossed i don't know i'm probably jinxing it i don't know what the score is but it looks like the toronto blue jays which is also behind me on the wall, um, are going to be in the playoffs. So let's go, Blue Jays. We I went and saw a game, the one game where they got blown out 11-0. <laughs> still fantastic. Really excited for them. Good for them. Uh, go, Bo. Let's go, Bo. Is that the rally towel from when we went to the wild card game? It is, yeah. From we'll, the wild we'll have to tell we that to. story maybe next week or the week after because we were at a crazy game. It wasn't the bat flip game, but we were at a crazy game. It was the second. So, it was probably the most recent iconic game outside of the bat flip. So, so excited. We'll leave that as a teaser. Talk to everybody next time. Have a good one. And I think that's it. Say bye, Pat. Bye, Pat.